Hey, what's up, Tamers? It's Dev from Devstopia here, and we welcome to the 13th episode of Tamer Talk. And we are a, we are have a special guest with us. DigiPanda is joining me and Fluky as we talk about uh, EX3 leaks in this very special episode, our second episode to have any form of collapse with any other DigiTuber. Say hi. Hi. Thank you very much, Des, for having me on the on the channel. Oh yeah, no problem. You, I'm pretty sure a lot of my viewers can probably remember that you at, we've collabed before and everything, but this time we want to just try to talk as much as possible. And you know, I think they're getting tired of uh, me and Fluky's voice all the time. You know, we just want to just change it up a little bit, give them someone else to listen to, get another opinion. Yeah, absolutely. So again, for the weekly recap and everything, we're talking about Dragonic Roar or Dragon's Roar. EX3, uh, it's basically, I think it's almost done with a lot of the reveals because we're now in the stages of just showing alternate arts. So I think it's completely mm -hmm. done. Mm -hmm. um, so we are just going to go over rares and above. Uh, Fluky, are you still there? Or did you fall asleep? Oh, okay. No, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet. <laughs> not yet, not yet, okay. All right, this is good to know, good to know. Um, and yeah, no, like Dragon's War just... Focusing on a lot of Dromon uh, cards and everything. And the first one that we're going to go over is the option card Avalon's Gate. So blue and green have finally came back together. It, well, this time with other Digimon other than just Imperial Jamon. So that's what I'm happy about. Uh, and the card reads, it is a three-cost option card that is all blue and green, meaning you need both colors to use it. And it affects, uh, main effect says, resolve one of the following effects. If you have a Digimon X Mon in its name, resolve all of the following effects instead. And the effects read, suspend one of your opponent's Digimon and one of your opponent's, and one of your Digimon gains piercing for the turn. And then the second effect says, unsuspend one of your Digimon. And the security effect reads, suspend one of your opponent's Digimon and unsuspend one of your Digimon. So to be honest, when I saw this card immediately, I was like, man, finally, we can uh, make sure blockers are useful if we ever use blockers again, other than Leomon. Mm -hmm. And I honestly prefer option cards that reference Digimon or just basically say like, hey, do you have this Digimon? They check to see because it's like a lot of people like tribal decks in general. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I just feel like giving these tribal decks some certain cards that will pertain to them instead of it being Agumon, Gabumon, Vimon. Right. I feel like this is a breath of fresh air. What do you guys think? There are a lot of Digimon out there in, in the Digimon franchise in general. And with Avalon's Gate, first of all, I thought, cool, we got Examon. And when I first saw the reveal for it, I thought, why is this not red-blue? Because, you know, it's a DNA digivolution of Break Dramon and Slayer Dramon. And yeah. both those cards, you know, first appeared in red and blue. And in my mind, I'm like, why would you flip-flop it to green suddenly? It's kind of like the Tyranimon support that we've seen, you know, where they sprinkle it in one color, then they go to another color. Um, overall, I, I can understand why they went this direction. I also thought, you know, if this, in hindsight, if this was a red-blue option card... The unsuspend effect, one of your Digimon, is definitely something that is characteristic of blue. But what would you do for something with red? Would it be something like deletion, like delete one of your opponent's Digimon with 5,000 DP or less? I, I still think green is typically one of the weaker colors when it comes to removal. So when it comes mm -hmm. to utilizing this card, you have to have Examon already on the field. 
you have to have a memory fixer to spend that three memory to tap down something, and then you can pierce over it with your X, uh, Examon. I feel as if uh, basically, like you know, like you said, and everything, the blue side, the blue effect is the second one, the unsuspend. But if it was red, right, I think it would be something very simple of like Secure Attack Plus or um, what's it called, Gang DP, this, that, and the other. Yeah, I, I was thinking. Oh, sorry. Oh no, no, I was just saying, um, green needs to pick me up because I feel like green has been underperforming uh, for a while, ever since it got hit. Well, ever since it became the first color to be on the restriction list. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, we finally have green. We have, like, what was he have? What, at one person at Ultimate Cup, right? Yeah. That topped with a green hybrid deck. And I'm like, okay, finally, green can do something. Uh, mm-hmm. But I just feel like it's like they're it's like they're uh, bouncing back to blue green. It works. Let's keep doing it instead of trying to experiment. You know what I'm saying? They're just like, right. we know this is safe. What were we about to say, Fluky? Though I was gonna say, like, I agree with you about the if it was a blue or red, it'd have like increased DP. I didn't think about the security uh, plus one. That's a good idea, possibly if it was blue or red, blue and red. But um, green isn't that normally typically a uh, staple. Uh, Sorry, piercing yeah. is normally stable in green. Correct. Yes. Earlier crew decks and everything like that, they always mm-hmm. had yes. uh, some form of piercing. Them. Yeah, like a lot of green decks were like piercing or did I swing over a Digimon or did I suspend a Digimon? Well, nowadays it's more green. It's like, did I suspend something? Yeah. Uh, Even with JP Shibuyama with the green hybrid, its inheritable effect as a tamer, as you know. This yeah. Digimon gets piercing, and all of the yeah, Metal Kabuterimon, for example, even gives that you know suspension effect that you want to beat over something. Right. So yeah, no, like honestly, it feels like one of those safe color combinations where they Agreed. don't have to mm-hmm. try that hard, right? Mm-hmm. And like seeing more blue green support, Davis. I'm glad they're finally giving Davis a uh, alternate art in that like tamer. Uh, pack or whatever they're trying to do with that because now I'm like, all right, so I guess I should never uh, get rid of my Davises. I guess I should always have three play sets. It feels like... (laughs) Accurate, accurate, because you'll want to be able to play, you know, oh, I want to play Imperial Dramont. Oh, I want to play the Examon deck too. But I only have four Davises. Davises. How am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? Oh, wait. Buy too many play sets of Davis because it seems like you can't, Blue can't go wrong with having a Davis as a tamer. Blue just can't go wrong. If you don't know what tamer to use, memory tamer to use, Davis is a good choice. And I'm all for it. It's um, almost and, always an inherent plus one, too. Yes. And at the same time, now we just look at the actual carrot, the main Digimon, Xmon itself, is right under it. On uh, DigimonMeta.com again for anybody on Spotify or anyone on uh, that's watching YouTube video. We are using DigimonMeta.com. Shout out to them for uh, just being able to consistently just you know I say it uh, uh, translate all of these cards and when they get you know announced as fast as possible. Really appreciate it. Really makes a lot of this uh, this podcast possible. And now we're going to go over to Examon. It is a level seven blue green Digimon. It's the secret rare, one of the uh, secret rares in the set. It has a play cost of 15. It has 15,000 DP. It can digivolve from a 
a blue or a green level six Digimon for five. And it can also Jogress from a, a green level six and a blue level six for zero cost. So preferably if you can and everything, just do that instead since it's free. Um, and then its first effect is when Digivolving, put one green or blue Digimon with Drummond in its name to the bottom of this Digimon's Digivolution cards. And if you Jogress Digivolved, you may play one green or blue Digimon with 12,000 DP or lower and Drummond in its name without paying its memory cost. And then uh, the second effect is both turns, once per turn. When this Digimon is suspended, unsuspend, uh, unsuspended, and suspend one of your opponent's Digimon. So, yeah, just Examon really leans heavy into the green part of it, in my opinion. Uh, just suspending stuff constantly, giving a whole new meaning to just blocker, in my opinion. Because, like, at a certain point, it feels like blockers kind of faded away and weren't really important since everybody was able to pop something. But now we're getting these pseudo blockers, the blockers that don't really say blocker as a keyword, but they basically do this do the same thing, min minimize the amount of damage you take in a turn with just mm -hmm. different in different ways. What do you guys think of Xamon? Yeah, like something I've realized, like so I was reading ahead a little bit. I don't want to spoil anything for everybody out there right. in the um, yeah, there you go, there you video, go. listening and everything. But like that second effect is really powerful because it combos really well with like a card we're going to read in a bit. But overall, like you said, it does reduce the amount of damage because they can't, if it's standing up, they can't beat over it. And also you're suspending, so that means less damage you're taking as well. And it also combos well with the Avalon's gate as well, because you can stand back up, spend like all this stuff. Yep. On your turn. Just, and have, devs, just have a better fun time. Hmm? Literally. Devs, one good thing that you did bring up is that we are getting a lot more all turns effects. Because even with Black War Greymon, for example, in BT8, he has the capability to unsuspend if one of the Digimon on your opponent's side is, you know, deleted. So if he yeah. has blocker. You can block, delete something, and then restand him for another block if you wanted to, if you had Blocker Greymon, just as an example. In terms of, you know, when I first saw this card, I, I thought to myself, what are some really good targets out there that are Digimon with Dramon in their names that are in the blue and green category? Uh, we know that there's Imperial Dramon, but mm -hmm. what else is there that could be playable that has 12,000 DP or less? I mean, if we're thinking about it like that, if we're going into the... Uh... We could always talk about Cordramon, the security Digimon, right? So, you know, a lot of people keep saying, you know, a lot of, with Cordramon, it's a hit or miss because if he's not in security, then you're not really using this effect unless you're able to play six, which requires tamers and this and the other. But now Examon kind of ignores that. Now you can Digivolve and not feel bad about Digivolving into a uh, Cordramon. I'm talking about the one from the All Force structure mm -hmm. deck, if I'm correct. The one that says on play, draw two cards. So now it becomes like a uh, you get a you get a new body, play a Cordramon, draw two cards if your hand's bad, right? Mm -hmm. uh, try to fix your hand just a little bit, right? I mean, you know, it, it's twelve thousand DP or less. Bringing out a level four sometimes it might be necessary, sometimes it might not, uh, but it's better than just bringing out nothing, right? Mm -hmm. And there that was is... the main one I was thinking. Please. There is one Digimon that actually spiked in price recently on TCG Player, and um, it was actually kind of surprising because it's not a card you'd expect to see going up in price. Um, the Alt Art Metal Seedramon from BT1, or Special Booster 1.0, I should say. Mm. 
Because it is less than 12,000 DP, you can play a green or blue Digimon with 12,000 DP or less. So when you play it, uh, you can uh, activate the on play effect for that Metal Seedramon. It didn't uh, bounce something right, or was it a... Return up to two of your opponent's level 4 or lower Digimon to the hand. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's a good point. That's really good. By the way, I... Just a little bit off topic, a little bit more of a tangent and everything. I'm surprised Metal Seedramon did not get any new cards. That that was one of the big things that, you know, there was a lot of talks and speculations considering we got a Mega Seedramon. I don't know if there's a Plesiomon, too. We got Plesiomon, right? Yeah, we did get Plesiomon, but I think the main, you know, contingent Digimon that everybody was looking for in Dragonic Roar or Dragon's Roar was that Metal Seedramon. Right. To be fair, I don't think there's a Machine Dramon, though, either. No, there is not, to my knowledge. They, like, it's like, how do I say it? It's like, uh, yes, we have a few new Digivolution lines, mm -hmm. but I would prefer they kind of leave certain Digivolution lines alone, right? Right. Um, because a lot of people were just like, why do we have more Vmons to stand the other? Why do we have more Vmons? Why do we have a new ent entirely different Imperial Dramon line? Da 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 da. Uh -huh. um, and I remember I saw someone where they were like, to be completely honest, if you take out the entire Vmon line and just put a different Dramon card, it would be fine. Because it yeah. doesn't, how do I say it? It doesn't have to be Vmon. I think that Bandai is like, okay, so what should we do? Okay, so just to be safe, let's include another Imperial line. Just to be yep. safe, let's make sure we hit the the uh, the popularity contest. And I'm like, sometimes that's not needed, in my opinion. The, the interesting thing about that Vmon selection was, you know, red and purple. This was completely experimental. This was the experimental, yep. you know, color choice that they went with, because there's nothing right now that really does red-purple, besides Gallantmon, Chaos Gallantmon, Magidramon, you know, that yeah. kind of Digivolution. That's really it, though, right? To my knowledge, that's it, right? Because I don't think there's anything else that really does red-purple like that, or does it justice, other than the Gallantmon support. You have a mild, very mild transition point between that Skull Greymon from, I believe, EX1, that comes from a red... Uh, you know, you can come from a red yeah. Digimon, but I don't think it's really that viable considering there's no Black War Greymon in purple, there's no Machine Greymon in purple either. And that EX1 right. Skull Grey kind of felt more like it was just Agumon support to me, yeah, not just red purple, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, I agree. I, I'm but, but you're talking to the guy who used you know EX1 Tyranomon to. Cross between Agumon and into Eosmon. So, so there, there's there's the, sometimes the fact that you use cards just as a transition point from one yeah. color to another. Mm -hmm. I feel that. I feel that too. There is nothing. Like to make there's nothing Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did say we were talking about rares and above, but just real quick, we're going to look at Korjamon because it has a new keyword, apparently. Um, so basically, yeah, yeah. evade is going to. We're not sure what it's going to be translated to here in you know in the states and everything. Uh, but Korjaman, he is a uh, blue level four with play cost of five six thousand DP. Uh, can digivolve from a blue or a green Digimon for uh, level three Digimon for three memory. 
and it has the special evolution to be able to digivolve from a Dracomon for two instead of three. And it has the new keyword evade. When this Digimon will be deleted, you may suspend it to prevent deletion. And it's inheritable reads all turns while this Digimon has Dromon or Examon in its name, it gains evade. Yeah, I, that's basically what I was. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say that's basically what I was getting at with like the suspension on your turn. Cause like you're, yeah. if you don't want to take damage or something like that, uh, will die from it or whatever, you can just unsuspend it to dodge it. And like all that stuff. My bad. Suspend it to dodge know, it. it. My main, my main worry also is like, I wonder if yellow still gets rough. Does NetDP still get rough? I believe it would because it can only prevent mm -hmm. the deletion for one right. instance when it's suspended. But mm -hmm. since its DP is still zero at resolution, then it would be removed uh, from the board. Kind of like Blitz, kind of like Blitz Omni, you know, where if if you neg Blitz Omni to minus fourteen thousand and you know it becomes zero, you can trash the level six Digimon on it, but afterwards it's still at zero, so it just gets deleted anyway. Right, that makes sense. Which I mean, isn't a bad thing. Um, that's, by the way, that's just it's what we're just, anticipating right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah over-anticipating at a certain point, right? Because I don't even know if Yellow nags DP like that in the future like that. Because they barely do it now. They might change it in the future. They might change, right? Of course, I mean, it's I nothing to really worry about, but... Hmm? No, I was going to say, but, like, I think they may have to just because, like, the way that they're changing a lot of different um, archetypes just, like, try to make one more viable than the other and they don't want to like mm -hmm. overstep stuff like just i don't know it feels like they're just like trying to avoid stepping on their own toes again like this stuff yes it it does feel like they're trying to learn from the mistakes and everything increase like they're not just dropping new keywords every set that's my biggest exactly. thing that i like right it's just like as long as you're bad. not trying to oh yeah <laughs> no like i wouldn't I, <laughs> I don't think I would be a, a digituber and everything if they were dropping new keywords every set. I would have been uh, really upset. I don't think I would be recording so many videos. I'm not going to lie to y'all. If they were like, yeah, here's a new keyword. Here's a new mechanic. Here's a new gimmick. Every single set. No, I'm good. All I think right. if every color got a new gimmick every set, there would be issues. But it's good that, you know, for BT8, for example, this is where we were introduced to DNA Digivolutions as in general. And it wasn't right. just one color got it. It was spread across everybody. Right. And again, I'm just really excited to see how they're able to continue supporting everything instead of supporting uh, one specific archetype, this, that, and the other. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, like, a lot of people fail to realize that Bandai actually, like, yes, it might seem like they play favorites to certain colors and all that, but in reality... Compared to other card games, I don't think so. Like, um, I just feel like they're not trying to ruin certain stuff. They may, they might have uh, gotten a little bit scared when they uh, when Sarah's mind was tier zero. They started introducing, you know, of course, like over time, we now have just anti rookie rush and anti uh, security control decks uh, to make sure that the game is still fun. So honestly. I think they're doing fine, mm -hmm. but hey, a lot of this is just coming down to when we get these cards into our hands, we'll have a better idea in general of how good they're actually doing. Agreed. And with Japan, they typically have a best of one format versus, you know, in North America, we do a best of three. 
So that alone changes a little bit of how we play from game one to game two, because if you're not familiar with something, or yeah. you know you're you're surprised by the secret tech or right. this wombo combo strategy, you'll know it the next game when you play it again. Right, exactly. But like, like you said, since we're so different, they're just like, well, can't do much about this. They got me. Because mm-hmm. so uh, a really good example of that was Mug Baby for being meta and they're defining their meta in JP. But over here, it's not doing that hot because we're playing really aggressively mm-hmm. in the stakes and everything. Which again. Not I, I'm completely fine with that. I'm completely fine with Mother Day Reaper not defining an entire meta and uh, changing up how people build their decks entirely just to yeah. beat the deck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So at least uh, on my side, I feel like that one's a good example of like how differently we play. Uh, like, but yeah, moving on. Oh, wait, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say like I used to play Yu-Gi-Oh and everything like that. I'm really happy mm-hmm. to see that whatever decks coming from JP that's dominating their meta isn't just coming in ours, ours. And just dominating immediately. Like I, I'm really a fan of that. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a, it's like a few, like maybe like one or two decks will be like, okay, yeah, yeah. We'll be like, okay, we'll take this one, but everything else we're like, all right, we're going to leave that one alone. But this one seems fine. It's like we're picking and choosing what becomes exactly. meta because of like a, and like, to be honest, I remember, a lot of times with JP, they just liked certain Digimon. So that's how they just kept playing it over and over again. It didn't matter how much it was competitively viable. If it was a fan favorite, they would just choose it. Yeah, that's true. I think I noticed yeah. that as well. It's like, hey, a I lot of times over that. here, yeah, a lot of times over here, it's like uh, whatever people are wins. comfortable with. Yeah, what, and what, that. What, what wins, like, constantly, <laughs> consistently. That's what people want to play. That's why Imperial Dramon is popular. That's why Yellow Hybrid is popular. Um, we thought Blue Hybrid would die with BT8, and, and then people boy, figured it out. Wrong. <laughs> yeah, people figured. Dude, I'm telling you, everybody was like, "Huh?" Well, like, I'm not anything new. I swear, I swear. I feel like a lot of Blue Hybrid decks players were just like looking at the meta. And said, "Now nah, I'm just gonna play. Keep playing Blue Hybrid." Like, <laughs> and they were just like, "Yeah." They looked they at literally BT8, and they were like, oh, I like this new option card. I'll put two of those in. And that's all they changed. That That's yep. literally all they changed. It, it was like the uh, the whole thing of, like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. The mentality of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now they're just back like wildfire. Uh, so right under it is uh, Slayer Dramon. Uh, he's a rare. He looks really cool. His art's really cool, at least. And he is a... Uh, level 6, blue Digimon, has a play cost of 12, 12,000 DP, can Digivolve from level 5, uh, blue or green for 4, and has a special Digivolution cost uh, uh, f- from Digivolving from Wing Dramon or Ground Dramon for 3 instead of 4. Uh, his first effect reads, all turns, once per turn, when this Digimon is suspended, unsuspend this Digimon. Oh, so he can... Don't just love blue, and then uh, second effect: start of opponent's main phase by suspending one of your Digimon with Dramon or Xmon in its name. Your opponent must immediately attack with one of their Digimon. And the inheritable effect reads: start of opponent's main phase by suspending one of your Digimon with Dramon or Xmon in its name. Your opponent must immediately attack with one of their Digimon. Attack where? Not sure. Um, I'm not sure if it's they can still choose where the attack is, but. That's completely fine with me. I uh, think they're forced to attack uh, 
uh-huh. however they can. They they choose whether it's player or specific mm-hmm. Digimon. Um, I don't know if there's a way to give this inheritable blocker because if there is a way to, then it's kind of a oh yeah, there is the there's a green Cordramon that gives it blocker. Okay, so we got evade, we have blocker, yeah, and then we have you know just just attack something. I dare you. It's going to get blocked, and if I die. I'm going to use the bay because I keep unsuspending myself. Correct. Bandai is also doing a lot more, interestingly enough, with their rares because uh, this isn't the first EX card that we've seen that looks like it could be a super rare. Um, there, I opened a lot of EX2 boxes, and Marine Angemon was one of those cards that I'd be like, oh, this is not a super rare. It's a rare. I feel like they're having fun with it, too. It's like... Um... Because I feel like that was a complaint very early on of just like some of these rares are good, some of them are just completely mad, and now they're just like, okay, no, seriously, we want y'all to care about rares as well. Yeah. Not just super rares and above. Like I remember what was it with you fluky we were talking about certain option cards, the best option cards being rares. Yeah, I think we were I think we were exactly talking about that. Like when uh what card was it? It was like that new. Uh, it came out with Pyrodramon, I think. Pyrodramon and everything. Uh, Megadeth. Yeah, I think it was like one of that card. Maybe yeah, we talking it would about be that. Megadeth. Yeah, yeah, we were just like talking about it. We were just like, uh, it seems like the best option cards are just usually rares. But I'm like, okay, cool. But what about the Digimon? You know what I'm saying? Like that's the biggest thing. Like yes, the option cards that are rares are cool. But like, can we have good Digimon? That's not just the super rare, this any other like because uh, it also makes the game a little bit, in my opinion, a little bit easier to financially get into if we have better rares in the future. Like yes, it's not there's no problem, of course, with mm-hmm. super rares being, you know, the important thing and why you buy the set and everything, but like at least make it a little bit easier to play the game by having a few rares, a, f- a few good rares, a few good uncommons, a few good comments, instead of it only being I only care about super rare. I only care about this specific option card, and I'm done. Mm-hmm. What was it? That's I was gonna say like I, I was mm-hmm. gonna say I agree with you. Like I wish it they did do that because like, um, it make more people viable for competitive matches and everything. You wouldn't have to like break the bank to play a deck. But let's be honest, no one goes for the um, option cards because they're not recognizable. Like they're special moves from a Digimon. But, like, mm-hmm. the Digimon, that's what they want. Like, at the end of the day, I want Slayer Jermon. I want Beelzemon. I want those guys. I don't care about his special attacks sometimes. I just want to see that cool dope art they're giving us. Which, don't I, get me wrong, sometimes these option cards do have dope art. But, like, at the end of the day, you're mostly playing more Digimon than option cards anyway. So, I, I understand where they're coming from. Unless you're just, playing like that security control variant that's yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. 80% <laughs> option cards and you just sit there and you're like, all right, go ahead and attack my security. I don't care. Yeah, you know what I really good. wish that they would still do? Uh, you know, in the dash packs, they have like those, yeah, the alternate art option cards. I really still wish they would continue that. I know that we have that summer promo thing right now mm-hmm. with uh, buy two boxes, get an alternate art. You know, option Samadhi card. Samadhi Santi is one and of them. Absolute blast. Absolute, absolute blast, Samadhi Santi. And uh, Qualize. Qualize. Yeah, Qualize Blast, the yellow yeah. one. The the and better then, ones are in the special box. Uh, I think. Uh, is that even out yet? 
I don't think it's out yet, but that's where we're going to get the Judgment of the Blade, the Fly, the fly bullet. bullet. Yeah, and then there's one other card that I can't remember. I can't remember it either. Don't worry. I only I only cared about Fly Bullet and Judgment of the Blade. <laughs> that Judgment of the Blade looks freaking nice, though. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. But yeah, no, like I just feel as if maybe if they had more often at our option cards, we would care more. Maybe, uh, just a thought. I just feel as if I'm surprised that we're using option cards as much as we are now. There's still a lot of decks that have the security control aspect and everything. Um, but a lot of the best option cards cost more than like seven or will mm-hmm. cost like six. And then like now we have memory boost, which is a whole different beast in my opinion, because not only are the option cards, they have delay, right? So I'm like, okay, how do we make option cards good without having delay without being seven costs you know what i'm saying that's my biggest thing i feel like of course time will only tell i do feel like avalon's gate is a good start mm-hmm. to have two different effects to you know be relevant to the deck and everything but like saying it's like it's like a saying yeah mega deck is cool and a good option card i'm like yes you know Yes, duh, right? <laughs> like, yes, Megadeth is a good card. Cool, cool, cool. It's like, with can Ab- we have more? Yeah. With Avalon's mm-hmm. Gate, one thing that I liked about it, and I know we're jumping back to that one just real quick. Um, if you have a Digimon with Xmon in its name, you resolve both effects versus one. Yeah. Now, the, the one thing that they've done in, in the next set that we're getting in, you know, just a week or two, uh, Gaia Force Zero, for example, lets you reduce the memory cost of the card by two if you have a Digimon with X antibody in, in the Digivolution sources. So, you know, they're, they are coming out with cards that kind of hit those specific caveats. Um, I think, you know, some of our earlier ones would be like, you know, Judgment of the Blade equipped to, you know, a Royal Knight Digimon or Digimon with Huckmon in its name. That can attack, you know, your opponent's unsuspended Digimon. Those are just examples of, you know, cards that specifically, if a Digimon of that specific type or has an inheritable source underneath it, gives it more value. It's like uh, having these option cards be like, you know, tied to an archetype might be the way to go. Yeah, because even with what Bandai has been doing, they've started coming out with cards that say, oh, like with Examon, for example... Uh, or sorry, not Examon, uh, Slayer Dramon. Slayer Dramon, for example, it says evolution from Winged Dramon or Ground Dramon for a memory cost of three. Um, you know, we're, we're already getting black text on there that says, you know what, if you don't want a Digivolve from a, the specific Digimon, the Digivolution line, you don't have to. But if you do, we'll, we'll, we'll make a deal with you and make it a good right. deal, you know? So moving forward, we might get black text and option cards that say, uh, you know, on play, if you have. Slayer Dermon on the field. This option card's reduced by one or two. Yeah, I feel as if um the special Digivolution uh, text and everything, I feel like that's a good... I think they should keep going with that. Because it's Agreed. not becoming this whole thing of, like, it's tribal-friendly, right? A lot of uh-huh. people just love tribal decks in this community. Uh-huh. Uh, and also, it's this becoming one of those things of, like, uh, now more legitimate, like, okay, Remember, like at the very beginning of Digimon, I remember having to explain that no, 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 you don't need a Greymon to Digivolve or Akumon. Now it's like mm-hmm. you actually you'll benefit. <laughs> you'll benefit if it's yeah. this specific one, you know. If you do it, 
You, yeah, there's more value to it. Here's a little cookie. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Did you follow the digital line? <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to keep going. There's not a lot of uh, rares and above. There's a lot of comments and everything. If you guys want to read that again, there will be a uh, link in the description of the YouTube uh, video to digimonmeta.com. And of course, if you're on Spotify, sorry, you're going to have to search it up the hard way and just search out digimonmeta.com. <laughs> 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 uh, I scrolled down all the way to Volcanic Dramon. It's a super rare. It is a red level 6 Digimon with a, a play cost of 12, 12,000 DP. It can Digivolve from a level 5 red or a level 5 uh, black Digimon for 4. Its first effect reads, on play, delete all of your opponent's Digimon with the lowest DP. If this effect fails to delete your opponent's Digimon, your opponent cannot play Digimon with 5,000 DP or less. And then it has the second effect that reads, when attacking, when you have a tamer, trash the top card of your opponent's security. So, to be honest, I'm not sure about the on-play effect. So I'm hoping that maybe there's an option card or like a tamer that might reduce it. I am looking honest. through all the cards right now just to double check that because... 12 is a lot of memory to commit to yes. the board. Um, we, we're all familiar with Volcanic Dramon from, you know, when Special Booster 1.0 and 1.5 came out, and there was, yeah. you know, the the meta prevalence of Rookie Rush. And Volcanic Dramon was one of those hard counter cards um, at the time against that deck. Um, the new Volcanic Dramon, you know, kind of ups the ante a little bit by being one memory more, but also increasing the amount of DP by another 1,000. I feel as if I would use this card in a red or black deck just for its second effect to trash the top card of a constantly. But playing it from hand, I'm not completely sure if I would ever do that unless I'm breaking completely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but even then, when attacking, you know, you trash the top card of your security, but the problem is you have to invest four memory into it. Um, it's not like yeah. Black War Greymon, for example, where you get value off of it by deleting Digimon or Tamers, um, especially, you know, in a format where Tamers might continue being, you know, the meta-prevalent thing. Right. But I mean, like, you know, sometimes, sometimes for, for memory cost and everything is okay. I do wish that maybe it was on play or wouldn't Digivolving at the same time instead of it just being only on play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, I can't. Well, I just can't imagine giving your opponent ten during EX three, and that being a good idea. That's my biggest thing. I can't get over the fact that if I give an Imperial deck ten, I, I I basically just lose if they have an, if they have a certain amount of cards in their hand. They have yeah. Because yeah. they can just play out, you know, two rookies. Did you evolve? off of them, go into Imperial yeah. or Pyildramon, yeah. and then just keep going that way yeah. if they have a board for it, right? It's just like on, like having levels, level sixes with so high play cost and everything and using their own play revolves around them not having anything on field or uh, being extremely early game or like very late game where nothing's established or just mid game when nothing's established. Like play on, like having on play level six is, is a cool concept, but I just feel like it's a concept of a bygone era where Megazoo was prevalent, but now 
it's so dangerous to give someone more than sometimes it's more dangerous to give people five memory. or even or even put them to three just even three yeah. memory can be can be just you know if they don't have a memory fixer and you put them to three they might potentially you know start putting out do all three is already enough for you know even a pile or imperial drum on deck to combo yeah. off for one two uh three if they already have a if a if a Jonagress in Pergamon deck has three memory and they already have an XP mine and raising, then yeah. you just gave them a free stink. You just gave them a free stink line, right? Yeah. And now exactly. they can just go into Pale Dramon and basically do the equivalent of what? Three damage just because you yes. gave them three. Yeah, and, and that's just, you know, going X V Mon, re uh play the sting, Pyildramon, double swing with, you know, yeah. that Pyildramon, and then, you know, at that point, you've probably already plussed not one, but two or three cards, potentially, depending on what your bottom evolution right. source was for that X Vmon. Right. Or gain more memory with Labramon, just any other. So, like, when giving three is questionable, why would I pay 12 and give someone potentially 10? Or let's say, give them nine if I'm at three. Right? Why would I, why would I do this at this late in the game when this game is established and everything? Why would I do this? Uh, I do have a when it's quick so tangent for you. I mm, do have a quick it? tangent for you. Uh, if you scroll down two cards to Lava Garidamon, uh, that Digimon does have an inheritable that if this Digimon has an on-play effect, gain one memory. So that mm -hmm. does help you from that four cost for Volcanic Dramon and convert it to a three cost. So if you have a memory fixer, you still keep it no, on your turn. You are completely right. Completely right. Okay. Wait, is this, does Jazza, oh, I can't, <laughs> these names, these names are Jizari? crazy. Jazari? Jazari-mon? 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 I'm going to go with Jazari-mon for the time being. Jazari, right. I like that, I like that, Jazari. Okay, Jazari-mon, so the supporting, the supporting level fives for uh, Volcanic Jermon. Is yeah. uh, Jazaric Mon, uh, level five black Digimon, uh, play cost of eight, 7,000 DP, Digivolves from level four uh, black or level four uh, red Digimon for three. It's on play effect reads, D Digivolve one of your opponent's Digimon. After that, you may play one. Kurihara Hina. Kurihara, okay. Kurihara Hina <laughs> from your hand at no cost. Okay, do we see Kurihara Hina? Can you play Volcanic Digimon with that tamer? Uh, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> Dang it. All right. So, and then, like, in an inheritable effect is uh, just your turn while this Digimon has an on-play effect. It gains Superior Attack plus one. So, so Kuri, the opposite. Hmm? Kurihara Hina, if your opponent has a Digimon in play, gain one memory. And then when one of your Digimon digivolves into a Digimon with Rock Dragon, Earth Dragon, Machine Dragon, mm -hmm. or Sky Dragon in its traits, by suspending this tamer, activate one of the, that Digimon's on-play effects. So you need her... To activate the on play effects, isn't she the uh, isn't she the tamer from the uh, app game? Uh, uh, let's search it up. She looks similar. I, I think I recognize this character from the like the uh, one of the uh, absolutely uh, weak. Uh, is Link's navigator and Digimon Links. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was a good one. Yeah. 
Okay, so it's, yeah, it is from the Harrismon app game, right? Because that's not Digimon Links. Yeah, that's Rearise, okay. isn't it? Rearise. Oh no, that's Rearise. Okay, I might be wrong. I, I'll be wrong. You said Link Digimon Links proposers. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the okay. wiki. It just says is Links Navigator in Digimon Links. So that yes. is the game. Okay. Say so Rearise was the one with Harrismon. So if we're taking it from that one, then that's Rearise. But Links, I, you might be right if Navigator is mm. just in that one. I don't yeah. remember. Anyway. I haven't played any of those games. So sorry, so, another quick tangent. <laughs> yeah, <don't know. laughs> all right. So uh, we're going to actually just skip all the way down to Imperial German fighter mode. Again, Dragon's War has basically been completely announced. There's no secrets other than like alternate arts and everything. So if you guys want to look at all this stuff and everything on your own time, uh, just go to DigimonMeta.com. I also have links in the description. But the last guy, the second secret rare is uh, Digimon Fighter Mode. It's a level six uh, purple and red Digimon with a play cost of 13, 13,000 DP. And it can Digivolve from a level five uh, purple or red Digimon for five, and it has special Digivolution to Digivolve from a Dragon mode for uh, two cost. So basically, with the special Digivolution, you can also probably just play this in blue green if you really wanted to. Not sure how cool that idea might be and how much it would work, but hey, something. Uh, its first effect is just piercing, and its second effect is when Digivolving. Uh, by returning one Imperial Digimon Dragon Mode from this Digimon's Digivolution cards to the bottom of your deck, all your opponent's security effects act cannot activate during this turn. And then it has the effect, the third effect on deletion. You may play one Wormmon and Vmon from your track while paying its cost. I like it. I really do like uh, the like purple, red. Yeah, the art's really cool. Um, I do wonder. Is your concern like, about the security effects? Is it option card only, or is it everything, including security? Digimon, uh, Digimon yeah, yeah. like uh, I wonder. Like, uh, I do wonder. Yeah, I do actually wonder because I'm not sure if it's option card specific or Digimon. Specific. It just says all of your opponent's security effects can I activate during this turn. So if, if this I'm... is correctly translated, right? Uh huh. I'm like, dang, is this a better delicate plan? Yes. Yeah. It attacks. It's a yeah, delicate plan that can punch you in the face. I know, right? That hurts. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> so yeah, no, like I do wonder why it has piercing instead of retaliation because it's purple and red. Because I I still attribute piercing to green, not purple or red. Yeah, red has a little bit of it, and the only piercers that do have it would be like Break Dramon or the Garudamon from BT1. But it's right. a very random effect. The other thing is, um, my hypothesis for this Digimon specifically would be the fact that, uh, depending on how you Evo, mm -hmm. you could potentially um, swing into one of your opponent's Digimon, um, just from one digivolution because i know we're not reviewing over it right now but if you digivolve into a flame Dramon, for example from the new set um you can dna digivolve this digimon and one of your other digimon and play a new digimon card in your hand by paying its dna digivolve cost which is zero 
So then when you go into that Pyildramon, when DNA Digivolving, you may play a Dino Beamon from your trash without paying its memory co its play cost. So you basically play a free Dino nice. Beamon, which once you play that, you can DNA Digivolve immediately with your Flame Dramon's inheritable effect to go straight into that Imperial Dramon. And then once you Digivolve into that uh, Imperial Dramon, uh, your opponent chooses one of their Digimon and you destroy all of your opponent's Digimon other than the chosen Digimon, and then you blitz. But then when you attack with this Digimon, this Digimon gets plus 2,000 DP, and then you can Digivolve it into a fighter mode in your hand for its Digivolution cost. Mm -hmm. Loki, do you remember when we were we were making fun of uh, UVO for having complicated combos? almost there. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I remember when I was learning how to play Jogress, I thought that was, I thought that was kind of complicated. This just blew it out the water. <laughs> yeah, no, like, hey man, did something die? All right, cool. You plus what? You plus. All right, cool. Hey, did something happen? Yeah, I'm gonna DNA Digivolve now because I want to. Oh, okay, that's cool. I can't stop you anyway. And anyway, yeah. I'm gonna do this, this, this. I'm gonna also <laughs> I'm gonna jump it's off this window, and uh, if you can't cure cancer, I win. It's the it's the chain of events that I looked at where I'm like, okay, so if you push a Vmon out from raise, and you have a uh, you know Shademon out already on the field, and you have a Dino Beamon in your trash, and you have a Pyildramon, Imperial Dramon, and Imperial Dramon fighter mode in your hand, then you can climb all the way up in one turn. And and like the best part about these dual color Digimon is the fact that you can just run any of these staple tamers and option cards for those colors, right? So now it's like yeah. looking at an at fighter mode, right? You can benefit from just still having tie, red tie. You can benefit yeah. from having purple mat. You can benefit from calling from darkness. You can benefit from death claw cards that we already have now that's it can just come out of nowhere and just be tech cards for these dual color decks and everything. And I'm and I'm all here for it. I'm all here for just keep a playset of everything, of whatever color you play, because you never know when it actually might be coming handy. Who knows? Yep. That is the biggest now, thing. I like that about Digimon a lot. Now, while I did give a long, lengthy explanation of how to climb into this Imperial Dramon Fighter mode in basically one turn, the problem is it lies in the color of purple and red. Neither mm. has good searchability, as far as we know yet that can really turbo this out quickly. It's not like, you know, oh, your opponent swings into security, they flip a Davis, and you're like, thank you, because you already have an XVmon in the raise, and you flipped a Pyildramon and a Stingmon off the top. I think this relies on memory boost cards still. Well, similar to, like, a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, a lot yeah. of, even, like, next format, uh, set nine in a week and everything, it still relies on, like, a lot of the best decks still use, you know, green memory boost, red memory all of those stuff and i feel like this might not be like again i just feel like delay cards they're the best option cards we've had but only because they have a whole different they, they do they basically just have a whole new keyword mm -hmm. adds a little bit of slice of life to every color searches for whatever color it's looking for right and again like you know it's one of those things where i'll never um, I never expect any of these memory boost cards to never be used ever again. Someone will find a way if they if they're if someone's working, just put in a memory boost mm -hmm. that might help. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? 
And nothing's wrong with that, of course. It's just uh, I think that might be the red and purple specifically since they don't have a Davis. Since they, the only thing they can add to hand is like what you can use Matashita to add a card from trash. Trash. Yep. Yeah. Like analog youth, they can trash cards like that. Maybe, maybe analog youth makes a return to this deck because it's partially purple and it benefits so much from just having cards in trash. Uh, so maybe it's like analog youth and then purple memory boost or red memory boost, right? Since everything is purple and red, you can go either either or. It just depends on your egg, you know, what color your eggs are, so you can always use it. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm looking forward I, to it. But I still think they could have used an entirely different Digivolution line mm-hmm. or uh, this entire deck archetype for the red and purple. Yeah, I'm I heard pers- you on that. I personally wouldn't have minded another Gallantmon line because, you know, mm-hmm. a, a more mix with red and purple for that lineup to give you to more honest, routes and options. Huh? That's a that's a good point. It feels like Imperial Jumon came out of nowhere and said, I'm just going to take your gimmick and make it better. Like, <laughs> I know what you're doing over there. So anyway, I'm going to do it now. exactly because they did come up with a purple red guillemon here which lets you have that color cross capability now with guillemon x and you know that groundmon is purple red too which means you can technically go groundmon x over that groundmon there's a purple red war groundmon you can you know cross over that now with the war groundmon x too but in general they kind of just they were almost there but then we just got a purple Magidramon at the top, and we didn't get, you know, the actual support all the way for Gallantmon. Yeah, you know, you know, who needs Gallantmon, I guess, right? I get why totally. they did it, though, because Gallantmon isn't technically a dragon. A it's, a, yeah. it's a royal knight, so yeah. you have to yeah. kind of stick with the theme of Magidramon. Right. And if you make Magidramon a really good SR or, you know, uh, well, an SR in general... Then, since your your focus of this entire set is the four great dragons, Magidramon, uh, Magnadramon, Goldramon, and Azulongmon, then you'd have to make them super rares and make them have really good effects, too. But as I of right wonder, now, it looks like they're all rares. I do wonder where EX4 will go, because, to be honest, I feel as if they should probably give a little bit more spotlight to the seven great demon lords or the world knights. Well, I think the Royal Knights actually might be squared away. I think people are going to get really tired of Jessmon when the structure that comes out, to be honest. Yes. Um, yep. So, like, Seven Great Demon Lords, maybe. Just something. Just, I, just I a think, thought. I think you make a good point, though, with the Royal Knights for the fact that, you know, Jessmon has great support. Omnimon has homes and multiple decks. Alphamon's yeah. pretty much squared away, too. Yeah. You know who doesn't really have great support? What, Lord Knight? Craniumon, Leopardmon. Those are those are two those are two royal knights that you know they don't really fit anywhere. They don't have a home. And and with Craniumon, yeah, Craniumon has only one card, but he has no searchability. Like you know, you've got Lord Nightmon's got you know the Gladimon, the Kotamon that you know helps you find. Yeah, while Leopardmon kind of doesn't. I mean, you have. You have Bastimon uh, with uh, a Craniumon. You don't really have anything in black specifically for him, but you that also don't have anything that searches for him. That's the yeah. big one. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, no, I just feel as if um, so. You know, now that we're done talking about 
the uh, leak specifically and everything, we can go to the uh, main, the secondary main topic and everything of how important EX sets are to the Digimon card game. Because man, oh man, does it feel as if sometimes it feels as if EX sets are for just nostalgia or for fun while there's a few consistency cards sprinkled in but dragon's roar does actually make me have hope uh that they're going to be a little bit more competitively viable because if we're being honest the the prices for um ex sets is usually just the alternate arts in my mm-hmm. opinion i agree like the there there's not like a lot of incentive to buy boxes for EX1 for me. A lot of times I do stick to just buying the alternates online when there's like a bonus box on TCG Player or something like that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like when it comes to EX sets, I don't feel the urge to like, how do I say it, buy like three boxes or anything. I sometimes just stick with one just to support a store and just go to singles. What do, what, what do you guys think about EX sets? I think they try to, like, like you said, it's for fun mostly. Like, they mm-hmm. give you ideas of what could possibly be coming up and, like, the next big set, like, where they may be headed. Like, they're kind of like prototypes, per se. Just mm-hmm. trying to see what works out, what people gravitate towards and everything. And then the set after that, that's where, like, okay, we know what people want. We know what these decks need. We'll give it to them. Because I'm not going to I'm not gonna lie. The alternate arts, of course, they all look amazing. You know, like, of course, like, I'll buy a set i'll buy a box and everything hoping to pull an alternate art but besides mm-hmm. that there hasn't been a lot of reason for me to go out of my way to get ex boxes i think it depends on your mentality of, of what you mm-hmm. are as a player um right. I, I look mm-hmm. at it if you're competitive do you really need to buy boxes of cards I wouldn't say you really have to. Um, I'm more of a collector mindset, and I'm a playset collector. So for me, I'm like, I'll buy four boxes. Let's take EX1, for example. Mm -hmm. EX1 was one of those boxes that I looked at it. I looked at every card and thought to myself, I don't care about 90% of these cards. Mm. But I still bought four boxes. (laughs) The collection has to keep going, right? (laughs) The thing is, four boxes should get you close to a place that of you know the basics of what you want. You get the War Greymons, you get your you know uh, Metal Garurumons, maybe your Magna Angemons, or you know if you're lucky, you might get the Machine Drumons. You know, all all four of them, or an Alt Art. when it ultimately came down to it, you know, I got analog use, I got ice wall, and then they were like, we're limiting ice wall. And I'm like, okay. All right. Screw so you. I, I have like, like a, now I have 12 play sets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the, the, the ultimate thing that it came down to was, you know, with EX2, I really loved a lot of the cards that came out in that set. I loved the effects. I loved the, the buffs that they gave to Gilmon and, and Gallantmon decks in general. Um, right. I like that. Beelzemon was more competitive now, and and Beelzemon's been a favorite. That you know, one of the thing that surprised me was I'm honestly surprised Beelstarmon wasn't a Digimon with you know text in its card that says this Digimon counts as a Beelzemon. And I would have been like, great, you you have some more flavor text that you can you know provide yeah. searchability and incorporate this into not just a Three Musketeers deck, but you could also incorporate it into a Beelzemon deck. 
Right. And uh, Fluky, going back to like what you even mentioned and everything, it, it does feel like this is the testing ground of are y'all okay with this? No, yes, maybe. And you know what I'm saying? Like that's the bigger thing mm-hmm. too. It's just like a, I feel as if they're experimenting a lot more with an EX set compared to a regular set. Like, yes, certain regular sets will have a keyword or two and everything, but it really does feel like a lot of EX sets have different play styles or different uh, ideas, you know, with like, for example, like with EX2, you know, Skuyamon, right? Is it, I don't know a lot of decks that would just use option cards that aren't like what removal mm-hmm. so Kuyamon was a good example of like how they're just like okay so use a plug-in option card wait what are those all right cool so you have multiple and they can all ignore color requirements as long as you have a tamer so have fun with that right you know so now i'm using you know digivolution plug-in s high speed plug-in d offensive plug-in a all in this yellow deck quote unquote right uh, and these option cards aren't removal. They're not seven cost. They're not eight cost. They're not five cost. These guys are like two cost. So here's a deck that uses two cost option cards reliably, and all of them have like different aspects, right? And then we even look at uh, like like you even said, uh, Digipen. It was again. It's just like you look at Bielsamon. I wouldn't. I never thought we would get to that point where purple actually does focus on milling their deck instead of just already checking what's in trash. Yeah. Um, isn't this like the first time we have an archetype that says, okay, so did that card get milled when you milled? Okay, cool. So anyway, effect, effect, effect. You know what I'm light saying? Light swords. Light swords. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Light oh swords. They're finally in the game. Light swords. <laughs> Literally light swords. And, um, and although I do wish Gallant Mon was better competitively, I do acknowledge that this is the first. In my opinion, the first control red deck, mm-hmm. like truly a control red deck that can just delete stuff just for being there. Like I dare you to have these small guys on field, or even you know, depending on how you set up your deck and everything. Again, it's just like uh, yeah, delete that, delete that. I'm going to swing into that, right? I while everything else was like I'll punch you in the face. <laughs> I think EX2s and, and Fluky is definitely right because if you look at EX1, for example. There was very low, you know, there was a low number of people buying it. It wasn't a popular set, and people, you know, would rather just buy singles than buy boxes. So that, in turn, for Bandai, they looked at EX1 and thought, okay, we screwed up here. We need to make the cards better. So EX2 is kind of the, okay, we're going in the right direction of what people want to see in EX boxes, these side sets, you know, that that we thought nobody would really care about because EX2 was very popular. Though, granted, I'm going to make a quick uh, quip here that the alt arts for some Digimon are amazing and some are absolute garbage. You never notice how much the, the, the Digimon card game has a different art style until you see the anime as a card. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh my gosh, dude. Like, I never knew how updated the Digimon card game's art style is to, you yeah. know, 2020 and et cetera, until you saw a screenshot of the, the Digimon anime. I'm like, this doesn't even look, oh, that's the original art style. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you if you look at that box topper Terrier Mon we got with BT6, and then you compare it to the alt art Terrier Mon we get in EX2, I'm like, why would you do this? This is, ugh. Gross. 
No, why? <laughs> and to be honest, and anything, right? We look if we go back to ex uh, ex three dragons war, we finally have a delay card that kind of acts like a um a field spell, basically. In my opinion, the closest thing, right? Because we have like trial of four great dragons, correct? Whereas like a eight, a play cost of eight, you know, what I'm saying that main delay, you know, uh, play one card before great dragons and trade from your hand while paying its memory cost. You know what I'm saying? And like, and this is like, you know, yellow, of course, right? Um, but we have something that acts like a field spell. Something. Yeah. It's a delay card, but hey, it acts yeah. like one. And I think that moving forward, Bandai isn't going to be, you know, adding any new cards. Um, even though I've talked about like equipment type cards in my what if episodes, I do think that eventually they might do something with that with option cards as well. Right. Right. Um, right now, it kind of feels like they'll add a few different keywords, but then they'll give like already existing keywords uh, like a, a polish. They'll polish it up a little bit, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, they'll just basically kind of figure out what to do differently with certain keywords while also just giving us a few, a sprinkling in a few different ones. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, so it does really does to me it feels like the EX sets are just experimentation and like mm -hmm. nothing's wrong with that no keep the game finished because it also mm -hmm. is it, 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 it it's a great way for them to test the waters and in a side set it's not you know 112 cards with with side sets like EX sets they're typically you know 74 cards max and because of right. that since there's a lower number there's a less capability for them to create something fundamentally so broken that they have to do something about it. Um, their main booster sets are kind of where they're doing more testing at this point, I feel like, where they're trying to make sure that, you know, one deck doesn't overpower all the other decks. Yeah, and I'll take that over them breaking the game every step of the way, to be honest. Yeah, yeah I agree. I, I came from Yu-Gi-Oh! and I saw, you know, with every new introduction of a new archetype of monster it got very kind of crazy. very crazy yeah zodiac well, yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah uh so yeah that was basically it for the podcast and everything uh did you did you have any shout outs or any uh, new videos that the uh the people can go to and everything any uh want to talk about any of your series that you have on your channel Oh, no. I mean, you know the usual. I usually just do, you know, Meta Mondays on Mondays, Tactical Tuesdays on, you know, Tuesdays, and, yeah, and What so. If episodes on, on Wednesdays. But uh, I think, you know, with BT9 on the horizon, I'm going to be taking a break from deck profiles and probably focusing more on kind of the set review. Um, and then from there, it'll kind of just be, you know, chill until BT9 drops and back to the grind when it comes to, you know, creating really interesting decks that you know you you normally wouldn't think about so yeah guys if you ever wanted to just go check out digipanda's uh page and everything there will be a description in the uh in the com uh, not in the comments and i said it i said it on youtube on the youtube video <laughs> there will be a link to his channel i'm so good at talking <laughs> no you're good and devs thank you so much again for hosting and inviting me on the podcast i really appreciate it and uh if you enjoy this type of content, everyone, please do consider liking, subscribing, and uh, hitting that notification bell if there is one for more future content.